This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and Sirius XM Channel 371. And Durham Power Hour is upon us on this Wednesday as we continue to stream live on the ESPN app. Number for the program is 844-SAY-ACCN. We have more national championship players and coaches coming up this hour. And, of course, yesterday the ACC with the big news regarding college football Mm -hmm. scheduling. A lot of folks have an opinion on that bad boy today as we have addressed it. Uh, Leilani Nesbitt of Florida State's women's soccer program coming up. Scotty Rose Growney of Carolina's women's lacrosse team, the undefeated national champions. And Lori Hennis will be here from NC State's cross country. But, Pac, I guess we got to start the 9 o'clock hour with, the, uh, with an announcement, right? We do, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the ACC's 355 model. But uh, we are here to announce that this upcoming Friday, July 1st, will be the final Packer and Durham show. And if you had Mm -hmm. 1,028 shows from radio and TV, you have won the bingo Packer and Durham. You will have free mugs coming your way if you had that number. But uh, it has been a great deal of fun. Uh, spending mornings with you, the whole ESPN crowd, the crew that put this whole thing together. Kind of a crazy idea which started on radio, which turned into a television show in Basement with Dogs and multiple, I emphasize, multiple Emmys, uh, which again, we're going to give everybody else the opportunity to win (laughs) Best Live Studio Show in Basement with Dogs. But uh, it has just been a joyride for the last three years. But Friday will be our last Packer and Durham show. Yep. Uh, Mark and I and the folks at the ACC Network uh, will have more information on what's to happen uh, coming up in the coming weeks. But our, our program has uh, has really been special. It's been incredible to be a part and I'd say a big part of the ACC Network from its uh, inception in August of 2019. But after Friday, uh, and we're still both going to be with ACC Network in a variety of capacities. Uh, One of the things I'm going to be doing is expanding my play-by-play calendar, which is a passion I have for football and basketball. And Mark, on a a personal note, I cannot thank you enough for calling me in good heavens. uh, I want to say the fall of 2017 and telling me that that SiriusXM was going to start a conference channel and you had told them that you wanted me to join you on that. And in March of 2018, Literally the week of the ACC tournament and the week my dad passed away, you and I started doing radio together. And uh, you are as talented and creative and as smart as anybody I've ever worked with in this industry, uh, especially in the talk format. And you have truly been the power behind this. And I'm grateful for our friendship and grateful for our professional association. And uh, and I just want to say thanks on that note because you've made an old – an old game caller, uh, do some new tricks and show everybody how bad he is at math along the way. So uh, I appreciate that. And uh, and I'm looking forward to these last two shows. And I'm delighted you and I both will still be part of ACC Network and the ESPN family of networks going forward. Uh, no doubt. And I look forward to delivering uh, coffee uh, and croissants to uh, Aaron Katzman every morning, the boss here at ACC Network, which will be my yeah. new job description in the month of July. Yeah. And we look forward to that. In fact, there's Katzman right there. <laughs> He's actually now kicked the dog. Uh, and look at, you know, look at, 
Patrick Donahue's out calmly, again, another executive from ESPN, calmly getting yeah, out of the way, suits. not wanting any television experience or, or, or airtime here. Yeah. But, uh, no, we're, we're looking forward to the future. And, again, I think that uh, folks will be excited about what will be eventually announced uh, with ACC Network moving forward with content and shows and everything else. But this show is what we're all about. And it's called Packer and Durham. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing it since day one. And then, like I said, it's just been fun. Uh, and that's what that's what life should be about. Getting out of bed, going, yep. hey, let's get to work. Let's go have some fun, meet some great people. We've traveled some. Um, the dogs have become really the stars of the show, as we always kidded around about. But everything about this thing has just been a blast. And we look forward to what the next chapter is yep. going to be, uh, even though we will go our separate ways a little bit. But we'll still be still tied together uh, with the Atlantic Coast Conference. And that's what it's always been about. Yeah. And uh, I think the other aspect about this is, uh, we owe some thanks to, number one, the student-athletes at the conference institutions who have been incredible. Uh, you know, one of the priorities I think that Mark and I shared when we sat with uh, Commissioner John Swafford in June of 2019 was we wanted to be able to showcase the ACC from top to bottom. That meant every sport, and it also meant student-athletes from every sport. And we have uh, we've tried to do that. And the support we've gotten from student athletes and, and quite frankly, some of the friendships that have developed with those student athletes uh, in a way where we can help them as they move into their professional careers after college has really been unique. So we're grateful to them. If we didn't thank sports information people at these institutions, we'd be remiss as well. Um, and we'll do a lot more of this on Friday's show. But the, uh, the details of the way this has all come down and the way our show's been successful is because of the student athletes, the sports information folks, the coaches, and the athletic administrators on these campuses, Pack. They have been second to none, and they have gotten up early in some cases, too early in others, to, uh, to be part of our program, and we're grateful for that support. And that's made us look real good at times, maybe when we weren't so good, but we are grateful to the schools and the, uh, and the folks involved in their infrastructure for making the program a success. And we're also, I, I think I can say this, Pat, we're incredibly grateful to people who have watched and listened along the way because uh, we started out on the old Central and had a, uh, had a village of folks that were dialed into us and we had a lot of fun. And when we went to television, we were kind of finding our way a little bit, and uh, and people have responded up and down the conference footprint, and that's been very very warm to feel, especially when I'm out on the road doing ball games to hear how much folks enjoy the show, uh, and we're grateful for that too. Well, and also uh, as I always nicknamed them, the, the smart people in Bristol, uh, who put this bad yep. boy on. We just get in front of the parade every day and and have a good time telling stories. And, and, and the league speaks for itself. But if it wasn't for the smart, smart people in Bristol, uh, and I'll never forget the first fact, Aaron Katzman sitting right here, but the first time ESPN brought a group of people to come to the basement. And this is back when I was just doing radio. And believe me, this looked like a Sanford and Sons skit uh, when you walked in here for the first time. There's air conditioning ducts and all my junk that Mrs. P didn't want me having in the house was all down here. And ESPN was like, you know what? We're going to come by and just take a look at the basement for this television idea. And I'm thinking, this is a disaster. Are they nuts? They're going to walk in here and go, there is no way this is going to work. And I will never forget them walking through the door, six or seven of them. 
And I was just watching their body language and expression thinking, what have we decided to do? And I said, see, I told you it's kind of tight in here. And all of them went, oh, no, Pac, you, you got a ton of room. And I was like, oh, my God, are they nuts? Have they lost their minds? There's no way this is going to work. And what ESPN uh, and their great technology and vision and production and all the people involved to come in here and turn this piece of real estate into truly a state-of-the-art television facility is unheard of. There's nothing like it in the country. So not only was that phenomenal, uh, but, you know, Otto in the Christmas decoration room and Captain Ron and Robert and, of course, <laughs> back rows and, you know, Josh and Drew and Angela and Chrissy and Jen and everybody that's had their hand in the cookie jar making this thing work. It's just been a joy. It's been yep. fun. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, Amy Rosenfeld, Aaron Katzman, all those folks. Uh, little hat tip to Dean Jordan, who was involved in this at uh, at the origination point as well. Uh, we're grateful for the opportunity to uh, to bring the stories of the ACC to you every morning. And uh, here's a special note: we're done Friday, but Friday, I'll be in the basement. Well, you should be. I mean, it's our last show. I mean, where else would you be other than Cartersville? <laughs> But, you know, I, I'll tell you one other thing real quick, because you hit a nerve. Uh, the first, yeah. when they were building all this stuff, which was a total disaster, but it was worth it, obviously, in the end. Um, and again, the engineering behind it to make this work, people will never under, they just see the basement. They don't really understand yeah. what was done to make this all happen. But when we first got started, um, there were two large television trucks in the driveway. Mm -hmm. And I yep. remember my neighbors going, what in the world is this Packer guy doing now? I mean, there's always something with this guy. But the TV trucks were back here. We had generators. I mean, it was a nightmare. And keep in mind, this thing gets cranked up about 4 a.m. And so I realized instantly, you know what? I got to get the neighbors back on the good side. So we had an open house a studio open house in which we uh, we catered to the neighborhood. We had all the neighbors come by so they can come and actually see the studio before this ever ever got launched. And I just laugh now looking back at it, how this thing from a goofy idea on radio uh, it turned into that equals television equals what ESPN was able to pull off. And obviously, as you mentioned, all the people that really get all the credit. We just get in front of the parade every day. But, man, so many people yep. deserve a ton of credit for getting this thing off the ground. It's really been remarkable. Well, we got a couple more days of, uh, of Packer and Durham. We're delighted to be with you. And uh, we, uh, we are grateful for the support we've gotten from everybody on the campuses, from the fan bases, and uh, around the country who follow ACC sports. So, and our national championship parade is even going to continue this morning because when we come back, we go to Tallahassee. Leilani Nesbitt was part of Florida State's women's soccer national championship. Uh, young lady who had a terrific year on a team that ended up winning the national championships on PKs. We're looking forward to talking to her as the Power Hour continues on a Wednesday. Packer and Durham on ACCN. This is the Packer and Durham podcast. Packer and Durham. <laughs> Numbers 844-SAY-ACCN. Wes, we're not done, though, with our national championship celebration on this Wednesday. 
That's right. Uh, we're going to join Leilani Nesbeth, who's been nice enough to visit with us here this morning. I think she's in the middle of helping work a soccer camp. Uh, and she joins us this morning, a member of Florida State's national championship team in soccer. Leilani, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. All right. So where's soccer camp? Where, where are we working here this summer? This looks like you've taken a break from maybe the dribble drill to uh, to join us. Yeah, we're doing shooting today as one of our topics. So I, I have all the little munchkins. I have, I think, the five and six years, five and six year olds. So um, I'm in Baltimore right now working a camp for the week. I think it's from nine to 12. So I'm doing in my spare time, you know, outside of training, doing this for a little bit. So it's been fun. You know, what? that's got to be kind of cool. Thinking back to the day when you were that age, thinking, you know what? I'm going to play all kinds of sports. How's this thing going to turn out? I, I'm sure you've had some reflection. Yes, definitely. Back, especially back home, you know, being able to be that age and to do, you know, anything you want from cricket to basketball to soccer. So it was fun. So it's exciting. Okay, there's where I wanted to go. We we can talk about the national championship in a moment, but your story is fascinating because you were a really, really good basketball player. Uh, what was the pivot to soccer like uh, from your native Bermuda? Was soccer right in stride with basketball? Because as I understand it, you were recruited in basketball as well, right? Uh, no, I was. Um, I was. I was playing cricket at the time back home in Bermuda. I'm not. Sure, it's. It's. Yeah. I'm not sure if you. If you guys have too much. Um, too much recollection of, of of cricket, but it's basically like like baseball. Um, so we used to play that sure. a lot. And I remember. Going over to um, to England, I, I I got recruited to play cricket over there. So I was playing for Sussex County over there, um, and also playing for Brighton and Hove. So I was kind of doing both for a little bit until I gravitated towards soccer. But I I, I got my I originally got my scholarship um, for cricket over in England. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> folks don't understand how big worldwide cricket is. Now, maybe here in the yeah. states we're, we're we're a little bit behind, but as far as the world goes, man. Cricket and soccer are one and one A, are they not? Yep. All right, so yeah. uh, by the way, do you still stay in touch with that sport or is it one of those kind of things that, hey, I, I'm getting pulled in 18,000 different directions. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was actually talking to my grandmother about it. And uh, we have this like annual cup match tournament back home in, in Bermuda. Um, and like we have Eastern Connie as well, which is which is big back home. And I'm always talking about it. And I'm like, I want to be the first girl to do that or, you know, and, and make history in that way. So I think I'm going to come back and come out of come out of retirement for a little bit and go back and play and play back home uh, and, and play back home for a while. So definitely in the upcoming years, if I get some time on my hands, I think I'm going to go back and do that. I like it. All right. I like that a lot. Um, does the national championship now seem like years ago, Leilani? Yes, kind of. I, honestly, like it's it's crazy to go back. And I you have like moments where you're like, hold on, like we're still national champions, you know, because it just feels like we've like now it's, you know, fast forward to um, getting ready for the fall and trying to do it oh, and trying to do it over again. But definitely it seems like a while ago for sure. <laughs> You know what, though? That was a uh, kind of cool to watch you guys do your thing, especially after what happened the year before. You were so close to knocking down the door and winning a national championship. It came up just a touch short. It had to be a driving force for a team as talented as you had last season. 
Yes, definitely. I think it was definitely a chip on the shoulder, um, being able to experience that kind of heartbreak in those final moments, especially in a, penal- in a penalty shootout again. So then to be going back in that same position um, was definitely nerve wracking. But to be able to feel both sides mm-hmm. of it, it, it kind of, you know, it, it just makes it that much uh, that much more special to, to know that, you know, like the year before you were just like just short and then you were able to um, to finally get the big. Yeah, the big win. So that was so. Good. When when Julie makes the kick, what's the first thing that happens to you? What's the, what's the first thing when the PK has scored the win? What's the first thing you think or what's the first thing you do? Um, I think there's this picture and we're all there and we're like striding towards the goal. And I think that was it. I was kind of relieved that I didn't have to take one. So that was kind of like, yes, finally, you know, it's, it's, it's over. But it was just amazing. I don't even think I had like, I don't even think I processed it until like we were actually there and you'd be able to put put the shirts on but um it was it was it was crazy just to go over there and just to be able to celebrate um it was amazing so yeah i know that coach Krikorian's moved on and florida state's going to turn the page with a new chapter the success is still going to be there but what did he mean to your success and to your growth as a player and a person yeah he was amazing um definitely one of the best coaches i've ever had in my life um and i'm so fortunate to be able to have experienced him as a coach I think anyone who knows him anyone who's been fortunate enough to um, to play under him knows how special he is knows how much he cares about your development um, and just knows I feel like we were able to build a very strong relationship um, outside of just soccer um, which meant so much he cared about you know our families and um, our different things going on especially you know schoolwork and all that um, type of social aspects that, that um, come at the game so I'm definitely so appreciative for him and I know he's going to do great things he's one of the best he is the best so yeah Uh, Leilani Pack mentions the transition Coach Penske comes in with a terrific resume to a terrific program Uh, what have those early days been like thinking about what's ahead for you this fall in terms of that transition yeah I think um, definitely um, Brian's came in and he's been able to get the team together he's um, definitely um, been able to coordinate um, different ways to be able to access all of our questions and you know different head spaces that that that, uh, that different players are in but he's he's done a great job um we, we we keep in contact he's been able to keep in contact with all the players um over the course of the summer so he definitely cares mm. you can tell that he's interested and he cares about the team he cares about the program and he cares about making sure that we maintain a winning environment and a championship caliber team throughout the course um of the next um, upcoming season so i'm excited i'm excited obviously change it's um it's it's hard. It's uncomfortable, but I'm excited. Um, obviously, Mark done a Mark did a great job um, bringing players in who um, who are good, who are talented, who want to win. And I think Brian's um, yeah. going to do a good job of, of maintaining that. So, by the way, you mentioned being at a camp, and we're sitting there talking about your former coach. Uh, would you make a good coach? Would that be something down the road? You say, hey, you know what? Once I get done rocking and rolling, I, give me the whistle. I, I can go out there and straighten all this stuff out. Yeah, I think about it a lot. I wanted, I definitely want, would love to go back into teaching and possibly get my teaching degree at some point. Um, once I, you know, obviously I do have aspirations of, of playing professionally. But um, after that, I would love to be a coach. I, I love working with um, with children. And obviously I love soccer. So being able to, to, to um 
bring those two together and be a coach, I would love to do that, especially back in my hometown, you know, just um, add more to the women's game back home. I would love to do that. Man, I'll tell you now, Leilani, you're going to accomplish some stuff now. We're talking about soccer success, cricket success, now coaching success. You're not going to have time for anything else. You're going to be rolling. (laughs) That's the plan. I know this much. You've done this entire interview. This is how I can tell that you're a true athlete. You've done this entire interview in a squat position. Uh, because if uh, me and Wes tried to pull this off, we would be uh, rushed right now in an ambulance to the local infirmary uh, because we could not move. So, I, again, I, I wish you nothing but success. And, and again, to, to not only what you're doing right now, helping young people, which is really, really the most important thing. But again, to you and your entire team, congratulations on an incredible run. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, great to have you with us. Be well, Leilani Nesbeth of Florida State and their women's soccer program. The parade continues next. Scotty Rose Growney was an important part of North Carolina's national championship in women's lacrosse. And next on Packer and Durham, we check in with a uh, star of the Tar Heels national title in women's lacrosse. Still to come, Laurie Hennis closes the show. NC State's women's cross-country coach. We'll do all that and more. Packer and Durham on a Wednesday. After this on ACCN. Packer and Durham. Packer and Durham on a Wednesday. Uh, 844-SAY-ACCN is the number for the program. But we still have a ton of national championship guests to attend to before we're out of here at the top of the hour. Uh, Yep, Laurie Hennis coming up in a few minutes. But right now... These are our absolute favorite guests right here. Let's go live to a moving automobile. <laughs> Scotty Rose Growney joins us this morning of the national champion, undefeated UNC women's lacrosse program. Good morning, Scotty. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're good. So, I mean, I got to ask, where, where are we going? Well, what's on the agenda? I mean, we're, we're doing interviews from cars, which is kind of the norm on this program. So, so what, what's on the to-do list today? So, I'm actually going to Chapel Hill today uh, with my mom. Um, I have to pick up my last uh, little bit of things that I left in my in my room. Uh, and then I'm, we're actually planning on going there and then coming right home. So it's going to be a quick, quick trip down uh, and then and then back home, hopefully by tonight. All right. I know we got a little uh, iPhone effect going here, but are we in a boot barn parking lot just by chance? Is that where we are? It looks like there's a oh boot barn behind you. Is that where we are? <laughs> there, is a, there is a boot barn behind me. I'm in a Starbucks parking lot right now. <laughs> No, 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 no. Starbucks. I'm sorry, Scotty. Starbucks would be too conventional. You're in the boot barn parking lot for the purposes of this interview. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, Scotty, Um, can I say something real quick? Scotty, you know, we have done, I I can't tell you, we've done 657 (laughs) television shows. I cannot tell you how many times we've done and conducted an interview from somebody in a car, but we've never conducted an interview with someone in a car going through a drive-thru so is it possible that your mom can go through the starbucks drive-thru during this interview and you actually place an order that would be that's, awesome that's never happened oh, on this that show would be before awesome. can we do that i you know what i yeah i could totally ask her uh I, now, she's inside right now. all right i'll I tell you what I can get ordering 
No, I, I, I don't want um, you leaving the vehicle, but when she gets back in the car, I, I want you to do me a favor. Yeah. When she gets back in the car, I want you to have your mom start the car, go through the drive-thru, and I, no matter what we're asking yeah. you, just have your mom mm-hmm. order a cup of coffee and charge it order. to ESPN. Just just charge whatever yeah. the yeah. what the grande to yeah. ESPN. Yeah, that'd oh be my. good. That would be so yeah. funny. Just uh, you know, we're we're kind of on the uh, everything must go plan here in the next couple of days, so we could go ahead and just have ESPN pay for it, right, back. That's how I'm looking. I, mean, I listen. I'm, I'm with the executives here. They got the black charge card. We'll just put it on their bill. Yeah. What's the deal? That's all we'll do. Just deal. put it on their bill. Yeah. yeah. All right, Scotty. I, I'm, we're gonna we are gonna ask some lacrosse <laughs> questions here. Okay. Uh, I, I want to ask some lacrosse questions. I, I've always felt like watching your team this year that one of the key qualities and ingredients of your success with Jenny was that somehow or another, when the game started, you didn't know you were undefeated. You didn't think about playing for a national championship. You didn't, you were just focused on those games. Now looking back on it, how important was it to stay game to game to get to where you ultimately wanted to go? Um, I, I think it was pretty crucial Um, I think last year we almost let that perfect record kind of get to us a little bit. It was, it was a lot of pressure. And I think, um, what was so great about this year is that we fully embraced and talked about that and, and how that affected our play. And, um, and, you know, it was just, uh, it, it's really hard. Like I said, it's just, it's just a lot of pressure, but this year, you know, um, even if we were up at halftime, Jenny would say, all right, we're back. We're back to, to being, you know, behind six goals or, or zero, zero, like however, however we wanted to state it. Um, but we, we often did that, you know, at, at, at halftime, uh, typically, um, a lot of times. So it was really, really important to us this year to ensure that, you know, the undefeated record, you know, that, that wasn't in our heads before game time. You know what else you had? I mean, not only did you have that pressure, but you also had a natural, awesome rivalry. And it was with somebody within your own league. And I, I think the whole thing between North Carolina and Boston College, I think it kind of fueled both of you. Don't you think? I mean, it's almost as if, and again, mm-hmm. I, from watching from afar, it was almost like, hey, what BC do last night? Or what they do yesterday? Okay, here's what we're going to do. And it just seemed like there was a collision course with North Carolina and BC in the regular season, the ACC tournament, and it just seemed like it was natural that that should have been a national championship showdown. Yeah, I mean, I think I I have so much respect for BC and uh, their players and coaches. I mean, I think they are a very well-rounded team, just <laughs> like us. So I think that's exactly what makes um, makes the the every game that we play against them just you know one of one of the best and one to remember. So you know it's it's definitely a really fun rivalry for sure. All right. So if you had to kind of process all this, I mm-hmm. you know same thing I kind of asked Leilani Nesbeth of Florida State Soccer just a moment ago. I want you to give me the moment of the season you're going to remember most. And maybe it's not the obvious moment. What's the one thing about the season you're going to remember the most about this team and this ride? You know what? I, I've i been a part of, of a lot of teams, but I will say that the camaraderie and culture and chemistry <clears throat> that we all had on and off the field was 
was insane. And um, truly, we just had so much love for each other and wanted each and every person to succeed in their own way. And, um, and I think that that love just went a long way. I think that was a really big reason why we had um, had won against Northwestern on that Friday. I think that was just purely fueled on wanting to play for each other and wanting one more day, one more game with each other. So um, that is that will, you know, that will be forever for me. Uh, what was a longer wait? You getting back to win the national championship or your mom in Starbucks? Oh my God. Uh, mom in Starbucks. So what's what, I mean, what is she, what is she ordering? Sure. I mean, is she standing outside the car or what's going on there? Uh oh, we're getting ready to get a live shot. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Look Uh-oh. at this. Watch out. Here we go. This, oh, no. This, oh, no. This, oh, no. This is what I love about live television. Did we lose her? I hope Did we not. lose her? Oh, no. I hope not. Something oh. happened. We're going to get her to back. turn the camera around. Now we're in trouble. Yeah, we're going to yeah. have to get her back. All right. Got to get her back. Because we got it. We're going to, if we do anything in the three years of this show, we're going to go through the drive-thru, right? If anything. Oh. Anything Man. on the show. We almost had it. We almost Wait, had the job. No, you're, you're, don't anyway. don't give up yet, Wes. There's we're still we're still in the game. We're not done yet. We're still in the game. We got a chance to do this because I don't anticipate Mike Bray and his Buick zipping around South Bend, Indiana, uh, at a laundry mat, going, "I'll help the boys out. Let me call in and do another quick interview from the back seat of the car." Yeah. There you or Paul, go. Or right? Paul Z- or Paul Zeiss from the uh, Turnpike. And we've had we've had <laughs> kickers at the. Uh, we've had we've had so many interviews from people in cars. Yeah. Matt Ryan, right? Yep. Didn't didn't Ryan do one from Matt, the car? Matt Ryan was from the car. Borigalis from the car. Borigalis. Mike Bray several times. Mike Bray, by the way, from Multiple. the car with a laundry basket behind him. Right. Laundry basket in the back seat. Remember right. that. Uh Paul Zeiss several times from the car. Um, we've had a lot of people doing college talk from a car. Now we have Scotty Rose Growney from the car in the boot barn parking lot with the threat that mom is going to drive through and order the incredible breakfast sandwich or something like I that. Know. She, she did come out for a second. But I, I don't know where she went. She, she's hiding. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Now we, now wait. we have a missing mom in a Starbucks parking <laughs> lot Hold on. somewhere between Pennsylvania and Chapel Hill. There's been an abduction. Are you telling me we're having an abduction? Are you kidding me? We Where's a mom? Report. What are we doing? I know. Yeah. Seriously, I, I, I don't know where she went. Does, does, let me ask you something. Does she have the keys, or do you have the keys? Yeah. Is no, she I driving, or what's the, the story? Keys. You got the keys? I, I, okay. I the keys. Yeah, All right. Yeah. I tell you what. Leave my. Here's what we're going to do. Leave mom, get in the driver's seat, and let's go through the drive thru. Can you do that? <laughs> let's are do you, it. Come serious? on. It's live. Yes. It's live yeah. TV. Yeah. What are let's they going to do? Why not? We got a few minutes. What are they going to do? Fire us? Our last show is Friday. Come on. Watch let's it. do it. Friday. Let's do what it. We care. We're That's out of it. Here. Look at this. Here we it, go. Look. That's I, I bet, it. Move the camera. Sure. I bet your mom yeah, picks look, up the pace. I bet mom picks up the pace yeah. when she sees the I old Buick mom. backing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. This is great. You betcha. 
This yeah. is great. The Buick. I don't think that's a Buick, Coach. That's got. Uh, it looks like uh, a pretty a, nice car. There. It's a lot nicer than what Mike Bray drives. I can tell you that right now. It's oh, got yeah. a sunroof. This yeah. got a sunroof. Yeah. All right. This is what I love. Uh, about that's live the windshield, television. I think, back. But otherwise, we're good. There we go. Um, this could be great. Look at this. Scotty's grabbing the keys. Look at this. All right, let's do it. Hey. Let's put that bad boy in reverse this, this, and go to the drive-through. I'm okay, hey, This light. You got it. Let's do it's it. It's like sneaking out of the house in high school, isn't it, Scotty? Huh? It's like sneaking out of the house again, isn't it? And yeah, be sure to put the oh seatbelt on. Remember. Seatbelt is on. Seatbelt is on. Hey, honk your horn at mom. She's really going to be panic-stricken now. Watch this. I, She's going to see her daughter pulling out. There you go. That's beautiful. Yeah, see you, Mom. Yeah, too bad, Mom. I'm going through the drive-thru. Uh, yep. Bye, Mom. All right. Don't, I, I don't even, yeah, see whatever, you in a minute, Mom. Yeah, don't run over. You just, you, see, yeah, there you go. Is there a line, her. Scotty, or not? Is there a line? No, there's actually You got to wait in line? People. Yeah. Two, two people? people? Well, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, just now, bump them out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Scotty. Oh, ESPN, look out. ESPN's hey, got Scotty, good insurance. real quick, what kind of car are we driving? What kind of car are we driving we're, there, Scotty? We're driving a, uh, a Ford Expedition. Oh, those are nice. Ooh, wow, those are it's nice. A, yeah. I, I kind of left a lot of stuff, so I had to bring the, the big guns into the down to Chapel Hill to, hey. to be able to fit everything. All right, let me ask you something. Are, are you, like, second in line? Is that what you are right now? I'm second in line right now, yeah. I tell you, how much money do you have in your pocket? You know what? I... Don't know. I tell you what. See, see if so mom's got. Buddy. We're going to order. We're going to order on credit at the no, Starbucks. No, no, no. no we're not going to do that. If you've got like five, if you've got five bucks, just walk out and pay off the guy in front of you. Just say you want to cut through line for five bucks. <laughs> oh my! Oh, well, I'm, here I'm we're going to order. order. I'm All right, okay. Great. Let's go. go. And and do you, do we know what we're ordering here? By the way. What are we getting, uh, Scotty? I was going to get a, uh, a grande iced coffee. Okay. I, I just want to make Ooh. sure whatever you yeah. order that you can afford because neither uh, Wes and I have a dime to our names. That's all broke. right. That's all right. Um, can I please get a grande iced coffee with the vanilla sweet cream uh, creamer? Yeah, we can do that for you. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Did you see what classic in that as well? The classic syrup? Uh, yeah, please. Gotcha. All right. Can I get a name for the order? Scotty. Gotcha. We'll see you at the window. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Look out. Wow. The wreck. Here we go. That was the wreck. Yep, there it is. That was an automobile accident. It ready there. I can tell. Yeah. Scotty, you know, you know you're you're making television history on ACC Network. This ranks right up there with flying the shoe blimp at the ACC Women's Tournament. Got to tell you. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. And driving the Cherry yeah. to Champions yeah. golf cart. Right up there. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Pac, how that do we awesome. do? Are we going to wait on her to get served before we go to Laurie Hennis, you think? Or you want to wait? You know, well, you know how this know. will That's get, right? Not my call. I mean, I don't, all I know is at the top of the hour, yeah. we're done. That's all I know is I just hope the service is good. Hey Scotty, we really can't. Yeah. We really can't be. Well, I guess with name, image, and likeness, we can be part of this transaction, right? Pat? Well, she's oh, buying; she's not receiving the money, so we're good there. So, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's. All right. Hey, uh, congratulations on the national championship! You have been terrific to join yeah. uh, with us today, and uh, Thank you so we much. wish you all the best in finding your mom in the Starbucks parking lot after you get Thank your you. uh, iced coffee. I- 
I know. Thank you guys so much. I had a great time today. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Scotty. See you. Right, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I love live television. I love it. I love it when you go off script and everybody gets nervous. That's what I love yeah. the most about this business. Yep. Scripted? You think yep. this stuff is scripted? That would be no. It is Shoot. not scripted. Ever. No chance. When we come back, Lori Hennis finally thanks Mark Packer for her national championship. About time. Yep. Because you know what? It wouldn't have happened if he hadn't been driving that golf cart That's to South right. Bend. That's right. Lori gets the full story next on her success via Packer on ACC Network. Uh, there we go. Awesome. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham. Final segment on a championship, and I do mean a national championship show. Wes? Yep. It all started yes, with cross country at NC State. All <laughs> the hardware second. for the league started with the good folks in Raleigh, Stop. NC. It did. You have you have that yes, you have been very truthful right there. We're going to welcome Laurie Hennis to this program, the NC State cross country coach, very decorated head coach, uh, decorated athlete in her own right. Laurie, first of all, thank you. Appreciate your time this morning. Congratulations on the cross-country national championship, which was the first of the seven the ACC won this fall. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Now, let's get to the crux of the matter. My partner here has basically – well, you tell her, Pac. It wouldn't have happened unless you drove the chariot, right? I said it started. I had nothing to do with it personally. But this championship run (laughs) – for the Atlantic Coast Conference started at a cold, right. blustery, wet, rainy day in South Bend, Indiana. And it was all about NC State's cross-country team. And that's where it started. And then the momentum continued as, of course, the debut of the Chariot of Champions, as it was named before it ever got started. And then NC State <laughs> said, guess what, Pac? We're going to take it from here to here. And the rest, Coach, is history as you brought back the ultimate piece of hardware. So congratulations on that front. Thank you. And, you know, the the, uh, courses are a little more difficult next year, so we'd love to have you drive in that car. we got to get you to Stillwater, um, UVA, (laughs) but still it's a little hilly, you know, so it's it's a little bit tougher, I think, uh, managing that cart in uh, Oklahoma, but we'd love to have you there. Well, here's the thing, Coach. Uh, (laughs) I am fond of Charlottesville. It's a beautiful place. You're right. The terrain, very different, but I have the talent, I think, to handle the hills, and I have been to Stillwater. Uh, Eskimo Joe's been there, done that, know all about it. So I know the back roads of Stillwater, Oklahoma, and I would be more than happy to take the Chariot of Champions in the 22-23 calendar year and let NC State go ahead and lead off to another national title. I am in if given the opportunity. If given yeah, the opportunity. I'm not in charge of that, the NCAA, but, you know, if we, we'll, we'll try to get that done. Um, I mean, I don't know. Scotty was pretty impressive in that expedition getting through That's, the um, – yeah, yeah drive through so maybe she could do it. But That's a good point. That's a, you know, and she did it with one hand and was showcasing it go. while she was running over her mom, I think, who was, by the way, still in line <laughs> at Starbucks, which is a totally different problem. But you really had, yeah. Ian, and getting back to being serious for a second, 
uh, the talent on your team was immense, though, wasn't it? I mean, really, it's and, and to see cross country for the first time, I couldn't believe the speed of the student athletes. I mean, everybody is flying. I mean, everybody can do this. And I'm so in awe of anybody that can run. I just uh, seems like such a cool thing. I wish I could do it. Yeah, you know, I mean, this was just, uh, I've been doing this a long time, and this group um, was just amazing. The, the way they did everything together, training-wise, practice-wise, and the way we, you know, our, uh, our mascot being the, the wolf pack was a pretty, you know, it was pretty much how we ran this year. So um, having that whole group together, it's going to be, you know, we lose a few, but we return quite a few of that top group as well. So I think we'll have a nice core um, of athletes to help the younger athletes and the new athletes at nationals, you know, figure that out. But as a coach, it's just really difficult to not have this whole group back. This was probably the most fun I've had in my, you know, 25 years of coaching. And I, I think it was the most fun uh, these athletes, the ones that have been here for a while, have ever had as well. Lori, did it feel like last year helped this year's team, though? I mean, Hannah obviously had been with us a couple times on the show. She was terrific. And it also felt like talking to her about the progression, it, it felt like that the 21 helped build 22 coming out of all the weirdness of what 20 was in 21. It just felt like this team had a mission when last year started. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we did return everyone from that group that finished second. And so obviously when you do that, I think um, that it becomes just – it's all, you know, it's always a goal of ours to go to nationals and, and compete as well as we can and finish as high as possible. Um, but when you finish second and return everyone, obviously that, um, you know, we focus on process goals, but that result goal, of, you know, wanting to win when you're returning everyone is right there. And so I think people were very focused on that. It also, you know, was that shorter time period because NCAAs were moved to the 2020 championships were run in, in March of 21. So it was that kind of, uh, what I guess it was, eight months instead of a year. And so it was kind of, you know, like you feel like you're coming off of it right there and getting right back into it, um, into that summer training. And, and we added um, Allie Hayes from a transfer, a grad transfer from Columbia. And her addition to that group was just amazing. She's a great leader. And whenever you can kind of add someone like that, um, to the to this already established group and um, somebody that's you know a great leader and has that kind of experience I think that just really helped the returners moving forward into that next year coach uh, real quick here it's it's always interesting to me to hear coaches talk about championship teams that kind of police themselves right I mean you you kind of laid out there but yet the, the true ownership takes place behind closed doors it sounds that's a, like that's exactly what you have with this group Exactly. And we've um, well, actually, for at least the last, you know, maybe 15 years, we've not named team captains uh, at NC State. Mm. Uh, we we kind of believe everyone has their own leadership style. I do. And I and I want them all to kind of take ownership of that. And it could be different. You know, we definitely have some athletes who are mostly, you know, kind of lead by example type athletes. And then we have those that like having the team meetings and getting everyone together and doing the goal setting. Um, and certainly the coaching staff is involved in that. But it's something that I really want our athletes to, when they graduate from here, be able to, if they, you know, choose to move on, that they would understand the training, be able to write it themselves if they wanted to, um, and that they each have uh, a feeling that they are a leader on this team in their own way. 
Well, I tell you what, it was fun to watch happen, and congratulations, and I know you're excited about the challenge going forward, and we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us this morning. Thank you. All right, Lori Hennis, who coached NC State to a national championship in women's cross country, the seventh and final piece of our national title parade today, Pac. All impressive, and all there's a, there's a I think a really interesting trend with all of them of that championship DNA and all seven of those teams, coaches, players, they had it, and so congratulations to all seven ACC national champions. I'll tell you what, fun show. Mike Noonan, Andreas Pedroso, uh, Coach Gia from Notre Dame, Todd DeSorbo, Leilani Nesbis, Scotty Rose Growney from the Starbucks, all along the way with Laurie Hennis. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Thursday show begins at 7 a.m. right here on ACC Network. Have a great day. Tune into Packer and Durham weekday mornings from 7 to 10 Eastern for the best conversations about everything from the ACC. Find it on the ACC Network, Sirius XM Channel 371 and streaming on the ESPN app.